letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories. From News Talk 830-WCCO, this is the All Local. I'm Mark Fry, and this is the All Local for Tuesday, November 14th, 2023. Governor Tim Walz talks about his trade mission to Australia. The Salvation Army is already working hard ahead of a busy holiday season and the return of an iconic fast food restaurant in Dinkytown. Today's top story, police in England have arrested a man on suspicion of manslaughter and the death of Adam Johnson, the Minnesota native and former NHL player who was cut in the neck by a skate blade during a game. The manslaughter charge against a professional hockey player could have ramifications for sports in the U.S. Twin Cities defense attorney Jack Rice, who is not associated with the case, says it remains to be seen what will happen here. Now, we've seen a hesitation in terms of of the willingness of authorities to sort of step on the field saying, look, you kind of agreed to this, so it's kind of hard to deny otherwise. And yet, apparently what they decided in this case is the behavior on the ice was so egregious that it, it rose to the level of, in this case, manslaughter. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Governor Tim Walz has ordered flags at all state buildings to fly at half-staff in honor of Sergeant Cade Wolf, who was killed last week in a military helicopter crash. Wolf, who hails from Mankato, was among four service members killed during a training exercise over the Mediterranean Sea. His father, Scott, spoke with WCCO Television. Turned 24 on the 8th of November and oh. re-enlisted just four months ago to continue doing what he wanted to do. He adds that he's devastated and called his son a true American hero. Meanwhile, Governor Walls is about halfway through his trade mission to Australia, appearing on the WCCO Morning News with Vanita Sakar. The governor says this trip is connecting different sectors together. We have an educational track that signed a memorandum of understanding today that exchanges among students, uh, indigenous students, or aboriginal students here in Australia, going to St. Cloud State. It's those types of things that strengthen our ties culturally. And then, of course, the commitments we're getting on investments. Walls and the Minnesota delegation earlier today celebrated the 50th year of Medtronic opening their Australia headquarters. That facility is northwest of Sydney. Dozens of small business owners are in Washington, D.C. today speaking out against a Federal Reserve proposal that would make getting a business loan or line of credit more expensive. Lisa Hengel owns Willowwood Insurance in Edina, says lawmakers are happy to hear from them. They are very receptive to everything that we are talking about. They really appreciate us taking the time to fly out here and share our small stories. There are four business owners from Minnesota that have flown out here today, and each of us has a unique story that we're sharing with the lawmakers. A survey of small business owners shows only 29% say they can afford to take out a loan given current interest rates. St. Paul's historic election is official after Ramsey County election judges confirmed Sarah Jost's victory in third ward city council race yesterday. Jost telling WCCO's Vanita Sakar this morning that residents made it clear they're ready for new leadership. Leadership that's going to bring you know different ideas and something new that we haven't seen you know in such a long time. This is four new council members. Uh, for, you know, a seven-seat council, and so it's just going to be, um, you know, real, a mix of folks with experience and then new people as well. Voters elected women to all seven city council seats last week. All seven members are under the age of 40. Six are women of color. Minneapolis City Council members today voted to keep a tentative agreement between the city and Police Officers Federation of Minneapolis off their agenda. Council member Lisa Goodman. A vote to keep it off the agenda is a vote against 
the issue itself. At issue is a proposal to provide $15.3 million worth of sign-on and retention bonuses to the Minneapolis Police Department as it addresses staffing levels. Councilmember Jamal Osman. Bonuses, you know, do not save lives. What saves lives is being creative. We have worship places, mosques that are being attacked. We have transit areas that are unsafe for our community. We have cultural corridors that are struggling with public safety. Those is where the money can go. The tentative agreement will likely be brought up again during a budget committee meeting December 5th. MPD reported just over 540 sworn officers at the end of October. The city charter requires that the city budget for 731 police officers. Nearly a thousand toys are headed out to children whose parents are incarcerated in prisons either in Minnesota or North Dakota. Volunteers at the Salvation Army's Roseville headquarters wrapped up toys which were shipped out. Falva Lamil and her husband have a system for wrapping. We have to have, it's kind of, got to use the packaging tape so it's a little more difficult than just the regular scotch tape. So it's, it works like this. He, he mans the tape and I'll, I'll do the wrapping. Nancy Tonhave has been wrapping gifts for years. All these little children are waiting for a gift from their parents and they feel they're getting it from their parents. It's like, it makes them so very happy. And that's what Christmas is about is, for the children. The Salvation Army has been giving gifts to children of prison inmates for more than three decades. And after a three-year hiatus, McDonald's is finally back open for business in Dinkytown. So I want lunchtime at Mickey D's in Dinkytown. Sure brings back a lot of memories for us old-timers who visited the original back in the day. But this new one is snazzy with all the bells and whistles. I would say a third of the students are coming in with their orders already done. Oh. The so they're coming in and basically picking it up without us popping anything. We've got no appetite, no nothing. Melissa Kennedy owns the new franchise. I wouldn't say this is the right fit for every city, for every location. For, for the University of Minnesota, it's perfect. And just so you know, this one will not have a drive through and will be fully digital. In Minneapolis, Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Thanks for listening to the WCCO All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO.